In our opinion, movies can be found in one of two realms. The realm of the renowned, those active in the minds of pop culture, your masterpieces, your witty comedies, your impactful horror. There are even those that are so bad they're good. Cult classics. This is not a show about those movies. Instead, we bravely venture into the realm of the forgotten. We plummet the depths of cinema, searching amidst the left behind, the seventh at the box office and the bottom of the bargain bin. We seek out neglected films to find the ones worth salvaging from oblivion. And banish the unworthy back to the abyss. What hidden gems will we find on our exploration? What mediocre plot lines will we unearth? And what artifacts that may at first have been overlooked will we reclaim? I'm Wesley. I'm Peter. I'm Lily. I'm Sam. And hello from obscurity. good intro um <laughs> so today we're doing 2003 hulk not the hulk not the incredible hulk just hulk <laughs> i think this name is so interesting um but I'm anyway surprised the title isn't just ang lee's hulk honestly right right yeah. because it is that's such what a, it feels like yeah very different hulk than we've ever seen probably even in the comics too though i would argue that this is the most comically accurate uh adaptation of hulk but that's all right so this is hulk um it stars eric banna as eric or as uh, bruce banner uh, jennifer conley as betty the love interest uh it has sam elliott and his famous mustache Nick Nolte. Immaculately trimmed mustache. Yes. Ugh. As always. Um, and Nick Nolte as himself. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Banner. Uh, Nick Nolte mig- as Nick Nolte in the 80s. Yes. Just yes. going nuts. <laughs> going crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is a weird movie. Um, the reason I picked it was because... Gosh, I I just I watched Thor, right? The new Thor movie that mm-hmm. came out, Thor Four. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. We live in a world with four Thor movies. That is yes. just really bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of all of all superheroes to get four movies, Thor. <laughs> yeah. Also, fun fact: I literally went to go see Thor: Love and Thunder in the theater like an hour before I came home to watch this movie. So I got them back to back. <laughs> hey, there Marvel. you go. Then you, Kevin then you'll Feige know, thanks you. Then you'll know exactly, uh, kind of what, uh, my, my thought process was, which mm-hmm. is there's a lot of sameness in the Marvel movies, actually in all comic book movies, because Marvel's formula has kind of taken over and DC can't do its own thing. So it copies Marvel. And so mm-hmm. everybody kind of is, shit talking witty main character like Iron Man 
Yeah. Thor mm-hmm. is Iron Man. In uh, I watched Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is kind of like an Iron Man type character. Uh, Harley Quinn and uh, whatever that was, that movie was, uh, the one with Suicide Black Squad? Mask. No, the other one. Her Birds movie. of Prey. Birds of Prey. She uh, was yes. kind of Harley Quinn, or she was kind of Tony Stark in it. I didn't feel like that at all. I felt like Harley Quinn's the only one that's like a chick kind of in her own thing that kind of revamped the character a little bit. Maybe. I just think that there's Mark a lot of Mark it down, Wesley sameness. and I's uh, our first disagreement yeah, know, pretty right? early on. We're getting Italian. it in early. If you all are keeping count at home, yeah. yep. this yeah. is the if first. If you guys are drinking, take a swig now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh, Wesley and I arguing about comic book stuff. This can take a while. Yeah, this has been a 20-year process that we're going through. So, uh, I just thought Gosh, everything, there's no seriousness in any of a comic books anymore, which is fine. I sound like an old fogey when I say that. Uh, comic books aren't then, what they used to be. They aren't what they used to be. Um, but yeah, and uh, Thor just kind of was, I just did not like it. And it mm-hmm. was so, so tongue in cheek. It was way too kids movie for me. And I know I'm not a kid anymore, but it was just really weird. So I was like, oh, oh man, I want the exact opposite. So I looked up the opening title uh, sequence of Hulk, which is amazing. And then it kind of got me down the rabbit hole of watching all these old Hulk clips, which I used to watch as a kid. Or I watched this movie as a kid. Uh and really liked it. And I was just watching this and I was like, why did this movie get so, so, why did it, why, why was it poorly reviewed? I, I was curious, so I wanted to watch it again. Because yeah. it's been like 10 years since I watched it. And I'd say like, as far as like, you know, whether it's obscure or not, I think, I think it qualifies just in the fact that when mm-hmm. you first mentioned it. I was like, oh, like the one with Edward Norton or like, right. oh, you mean Mark Ruffalo? It's like, no, no there's the another un- one. Like, the other one, not the Lou Ferrigno one either. Uh, yeah, like no. I feel like <laughs> there's been several iterations of Hulk just the way there's been several iterations of a lot of superheroes, particularly like Marvel superheroes. But like this is the one where like, yeah, this wasn't even on my radar that this existed. Yeah. No, um, and I went on YouTube and I was watching. So at the end, he kind of transforms back in San Francisco, and that scene has like three hundred million views. I was like, "What is going on?" That people are watching this weird poetic. It's not even an action scene. He's just yeah transforming it's just back and staring into- at Jennifer Connelly for like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of lot of views on Hulk clips, which yeah, I thought was strange. Yeah, and I think this movie too, and this might give away where I'm, where we get, where when we get to our ending segment. <laughs> but I think <laughs> it's it's an important, I think, like artifact of early Marvel when it was just let's just throw stuff at the wall and see what happens. Kevin Feige's not in charge yet. We'll just kind of freewheel it. And we know Stan Lee's going to be in all of them and we'll just kind of do whatever, you know, well, that, like that's, that's the interesting thing. Because talking with Sam a little bit about this, this is before Marvel. Exactly. Was a studio. Exactly. This is like just at Marvel this time, leasing out a character. Yes. To Universal. Um, yeah, and be like, you guys make a movie. Kevin Feige's still there. He's still involved because that's just what he does. Right. Um, but yeah, it, like the, this is not in like the modern uh, sense 
a Marvel movie. It's a movie starring a Marvel character. Like when this movie came out, what we had, I think, was the first Spider-Man and X-Men one and two. Maybe just the first Mm X-Men. Like it was a very, very different landscape. Well, this was the start of like a serious superhero, because before that we had the Batmans, which kind of killed all mm-hmm. superheroes. The woo. Yeah. The, what the, killed, the, the, killed dinosaurs. the dinosaurs? The Ice, the Ice Age. Age. I'm really glad that you both had that <laughs> quote, like, in the barrel, ready to go. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, it did kill. And, and, and that's why they rebooted Batman as, like, the most serious. And besides Batman Begins and then the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, I think Hulk took the took the mantle of being the most serious superhero movie. <laughs> well, I just want to say that I don't think this is a superhero movie. I think they took a superhero character and then made a sci-fi drama. Because, like, okay. there's really not a lot of the, like, I don't know. He's right? not saving anybody. He's not, he doesn't save anybody. There's not, it takes like, an you know, hour some... just for him to get to Hulk. Right. It takes I an hour yeah. for him like, Holy shit. just more... to go green and murr. It's much more in the like mystery of like, you know, his dad's research and where he came from and his figuring out his past. And then like the Hulk stuff kind of comes in. Um, but yeah, this feels like much more. It's just a drama. It doesn't uh, feel like an origin that, story. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that this is like or that Hulk lends itself so well to being about like suppressed memories oh, yeah. and like trauma uh, and anger through trauma and fractured well, childhood home. That's Hulk's whole thing. Like yeah. all, all the uh, like all all the best Hulk comics are about like, oh yeah, he's going through shit and he's expressing it through a giant green monster. And wow. also, he like every com. Okay, so I used to get the essential comic like packages or yeah. whatever they the the big books that were about like an inch or two thick and yeah. they just had all the old comic collection. And so I used to read the Hulk, uh, comics, uh, just the issues back in the day. And yeah, he would end all his, all his comics with him just leaving like Frankenstein being like driven yeah. out or just like, I'm on my way. I'm going to the next town and having and another adventure. And that kind of happens in the movies too. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, that's what happened Bruce. in this one. <laughs> Like, bye, 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 Bruce. See you next time. Bye-bye. Have fun yeah. in South America. Have fun with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. What? That's Thor 3. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Thor Ragnarok okay. is just yeah. Thor 3. Sorry, we were going back to Thor. I just also want to throw God. in, I loved the fourth Thor movie. With my I still got to see it. I got to check it out. Sam. I also just want to flag before we get into this that I am a nerd, but I, get, but I am not a nerd when it comes to Marvel or superheroes, with the exception of Spider-Man. So I don't really like usually have any care or stake in any Marvel movies unless they're Spider-Man. So I know Even nothing Spider-Man. really about like Hulk what? stuff or like origin or what the comics are like or any of the other movies. This is the first Hulk thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> This is my even, first talk. <laughs> <laughs> even Spider-Man's kind of like Tony Stark. All right, whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever. All right. Uh, hey, Wesley, what's this movie about? Oh, you know, let's let's talk about it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So uh, the plot. So Who needs it? It starts off with a great 
goddamn opening sequence. Holy shit, I remember that and a great theme. All right, let's talk about it. So David Banner is a genetic, uh, genetic researcher for the government trying to improve human DNA. His supervisor, supervisor Colonel Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, <laughs> forbids human experimentation, so David experiments on himself. His wife, Edith, soon gives birth to their son, Bruce Banner. David realizes... Bruce inherited his mutated, uh, his mutant DNA and attempts to find a cure. After discovering his dangerous experiments, Ross shuts down David's research. David rigs Desert Base's gamma reactor to explode as revenge. Believing he is dangerous, David tries to kill Bruce, but accidentally murders Edith when she gets between them. The trauma makes... Bruce suppress his early childhood memories. Yeah, spoiler alert for the later yeah, reveal. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's like third act right there. I know, I know, but it goes in chronological order, and yeah. this, this yeah, movie's already confusing. Yeah, it's the story, not confusing. necessarily the plot. It's the story. Yeah. yeah. This, this movie's already confusing, so I just was like, I'll read it, <laughs> I'll read it. Uh-huh. Just right. rip the Band-Aid off. Exactly, exactly. Ross arrests and sends David to a mental hospital, putting the four-year-old Bruce into foster care. Mrs. Krenzler adopts him, and Bruce assumes the surname, growing up believing his birth parents are dead. (laughs) Thirty years later, Bruce is a brilliant scientist working at at the Berkeley lab with his girlfriend and Ross's estranged daughter, Betty Ross. Representing the private research company, the Shady... Oh, wait. Hold on. Guys, I can't read half the time. It's okay. You're literally dyslexic. It's okay. (laughs) Ah! All right. Representing the private research company, Atheon, the Shady Glenn Talbot becomes interested in the scientist's nanomed... Nanomed's research to create regenerating soldiers for the military-industrial complex. Ugh! David reappears as a janitor in the lab building to infiltrate (laughs) Bruce's life. And now General Ross investigates, becoming concerned for Betty's safety around Bruce. Um, I'll I'll go one more paragraph. Okay, Bruce saves saves a colleague named Harper from an accident with a malfunctioning gamma sphere. Bruce Bruce wakes up from the hospital bed which is somehow in the lab. I never understood that. <laughs> and tells Betty yeah. he feels better than ever. But Betty cannot fathom his survival since the no- nanomeds killed everything else. <laughs> unknown <Gruesomely>. to them. <laughs> yeah, really. The regeneration merged with Bruce's altered DNA. David meets Bruce after hours, revealing their relationship and hinting at Bruce's mutation. He later uses samples of Bruce's DNA for animal experimentation. (gasps) Bruce's increased rage from the tensions mounting around him activates his gamma-radiated DNA. He becomes the Hulk. That's about an hour in. And destroys the lab. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Yeah. An hour in and a two-hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Betty finds Bruce unconscious in his home and follows uh, the following morning, barely remembering last night. Ross arrives later to question Bruce before Betty locates David to investigate him. Um, Yeah, I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, I just want to say straight up, like, get it, like, rip the Band-Aid off now. When I first saw the Hulk, Mm -hmm. my reaction was just, oh, uh, 
wow. <laughs> wow. He's really green. <laughs> like, White he is, green. He does not look like he fits within the <laughs> environments that he is in ever. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah. Yeah. And just I just I just want to also point out that like Peter and I recently rewatched like all of the Spider-Man movies. And we, yeah. we and I mean I rewatched the Sam Raimi Spider-Man's like at least a few times a year. Uh wow. But like those were made around the same time, and I feel like we both commented when we were rewatching them, like, wow, the VFX, the VFX actually hold good. up pretty well for this being early two thousands. And so this is around the same time, and this does not. This does not hold up. Did you I would notice? argue this. I, I I honestly thought it looked great. It looks more PlayStation 2 than yeah. uh, like really good effects. But I didn't mind the effects whatsoever. Everybody comments on them. But maybe maybe it's just me replaying the God of War games from like 2005 uh, oh, and yeah. being like, great effects, guys. <laughs> you know, I, know. Like, For, I, I thought they did a very good job of having... CG Hulk interact with the environment. Mm. Yes, there was weight to him. Yes, and they they did his skin texture very well. <laughs> really? Because I was gonna say part of what I what I didn't feel like holds up is that he looks like he's made of plastic. He doesn't look I, I like think, textured yeah. I, enough I hated for it to feel his real. Hair. His hair looked like uh, a 1994 Pixar movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his skin AKA is just too green, and like it, he just like yeah, it, it was like a completely different like. I'm trying to think of like words from color theory because art things. Yeah, but like he had a completely different like tone and like saturation than the world around him, and so he looked like he did not belong in that environment. Yeah, I I honestly, while I was watching the movie, I thought because like. I, I never think of myself as like a fan of the Hulk and then I'll right. read one of his stories. I'm like, wait a minute, this is awesome. Mm. And so I, I was thinking, like, I wonder why they really hadn't made a big Hulk movie beforehand. And then I saw the CG. I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, before yeah. it was Lou Ferrigno, which it, there's. Yeah, okay, before there- it was just. Yeah, there's a lot of like references to the 1977 that went through, I think, 82 show that was um, the Hulk and it had Mm -hmm. Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. So he was just a big uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilder type. Yeah. And that was who was the The Hulk. Dude, they painted green. (laughs) Yes. But there's a lot of homages to this. And one of them is in that show, the Hulk or uh, it's not Bruce Banner, it's David Banner, which they oh, really? ended up. Yeah, they ended up naming the dad in this movie, Nick Nolte's character, oh. David Banner. Mm-hmm. And and I I read on like the trivia. I was like, oh, is David Banner now canon? Is that like uh, Bruce Banner's dad? No, in the comics, it's Brian Banner. So it's them <laughs> literally taking Bruce Banner. Uh, or whatever, David Banner from the seventies move show. Yeah, and also, also the intro taking Lou Ferrigno. Yes, Lou Ferrigno <laughs> makes an appearance with Stan Lee, the two security yeah. guards, just hanging out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think the um, just going back to what we were talking about about like the look of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it was so weird. Every time I saw one of the actors, like you know, enter the 
enter the stage. Um, I was always so taken aback by their eyes. And I literally Googled every actor. I was like, no, that can't be his real eye color. They use contacts. And then I was like, nope, that's real. It's just a really weird camera color situation. Because when I saw Josh Lucas, who was like the D-bag military guy, yes, I was like, Glenn whoa, we, those eyes are blue. Wow. And then I looked, I was like, oh, no, Josh Lucas has blue eyes. Wow, <laughs> Jennifer Connelly's eyes are dark. Like, I just, just the color in this was kind of like, Wow. Well, I also I I noticed Jennifer Conley's eyes. It's hard not to. And I was like, are they that green? So they are green. You you found out they're like green. a hazelish. <laughs> I think she has kind of one of those eyes where it's kind of like depends on how the light kind of hits it. But it was like, wow. Yeah, I, I will say I think this movie takes the most flack for like Ang Lee truly trying to turn a movie into a comic book, like. <gasps> All the colors are extremely saturated. Mm. All the uh, all the uh, very the, I I the most common criticism I ever hear from this movie is like people hate the editing, and oh. my god, the editing goes off the rails. I, <laughs> I loved mean, it. I did too. I was actually gonna say, you know, I I did shit on the the VFX for Hulk, but uh, I actually liked not all of it. Sometimes I was like, oh. Okay, that's like kind of weird. Yeah, but I did like some of the attempts to like have frames like cut in or yeah. like frames within a frame to make it look more comic book like i thought some, some of that was cool there's some sure. really clever stuff and then there was also just boxes moving across the screen the one I that like i that, though. didn't like because it took me like it, like too long i was like that's weird is the <laughs> moment that hulk's mom like says that she's pregnant and they do oh, this God, weird yes. thing where like they're showing both of their faces from two different camera angles yeah. but on the same screen with no like line or anything to show between them. So it just looks like they're standing like really, really close, but also like not, not looking, looking directly at each other. At each other. <laughs> yeah. It's a really weird shot and it, it made my brain feel funny. There was a few of those shots. There was one. The craziest one was in the when, desert. Which one? In the desert? One in the Ports. desert, yeah. Oh, my God. Peter will explain it better than I could. Are you talking about the helicopter shot? It's the maybe where it's like all of a sudden they're just in a different spot in the desert. Yeah. And it like fades it's, it's, out really weird. And I don't know shit about editing but or like how camera stuff. But I was like, oh, that's weird. Wait, when was yeah. this? The, well, the one that I'm thinking of, is, it's in the it's in the second half of the movie. But uh, uh, yeah, that's all it's right. when... Hulk is running and you see him on the ground and then a bar cuts across the top half of the screen. You see a helicopter flying and then you kind of start focusing on the helicopter and then cars just fade in where Hulk was and then the bars disappear and all of a sudden it's one shot somehow. It's really clever. They combined like four different shots and then faded it into one solid shot of them all surrounding him. It's really cool. Uh, I don't remember that one. The one I remember, even from childhood, is uh, is the one very right at the beginning where you where they're really showing that this is going to be some weird editing transitions, guys. Mm-hmm. Is where the sprouting cactus the one oh that just God. like yes. the sprigs come out, and I was like, ooh, that's satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> they they ooh. really I, I it's pleasing. It's whoever very pleasing. made yeah, whoever made iMovie. Um, watched Hulk first and said, I'm going to steal every one of these transitions. <laughs> yeah, the ones that I didn't like was when it did like what really felt like an iMovie effect with like the little like water ripple oh, like yes. to change <laughs> or, or the 3D cube switch. 
Oh, do you remember yeah. That? I don't remember that one. Some of those, I was like, I feel like I'm watching a PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The craziest it, one. Oh, go on, Lily. Go on, Lily. Um, I do just want to give a little shout out to Ang Lee. Because oh, yeah. great I, director. Great director. Like, people who work with him love him. And that's not, that just can't be said for a lot of, like, dudes in Hollywood making big stuff, you know? So, I've heard really cool things about him, people who work with him. And he made one of my favorite movies ever, Sense and Sensibility. Mm-hmm. So oh. always, yes, with the Emma Thompson version. So I always oh, have mad respect for him. Such a fucking good movie. And I think this is just one of those instances that I I thought up on my walk today, and I was very proud <sighs> of it, um, where, do you guys know Julie Tamer? Tamor? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she made the Lion King on Broadway. Like she's mm-hmm. the one that was like, we're going to make it Africa. We're going to do face paint. Like we're going to do puppet. Like her artistic direction and vision is what ma- I promise I'm bringing it back to the Hulk. That's all right. Um, I think I see where you're going. I, yeah, so, I, I do too. <laughs> like her vision is amazing. And then she did the movie Frida with Salma Hayek that I really love. That's based on the really famous auto, oh, that not was autobi- a, a famous memoir of hers. That's amazing. And then she did Across the Universe. Oh, I didn't know um, she did Across the Universe. Yeah. Oh, actually, like, I did, I did kind of know that. But yes, yeah. She's so talented and, like, just so cool. And then when she did <laughs> Spider-Man, uh-huh. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, it was yep. a fucking disaster. I knew where, I knew where this was going yeah. <laughs> as soon as this. you brought up Julie Taymor. Yes. And I just, it just didn't work because the way she wanted to do it was she wanted to make the myth about um, the, uh, the the Greek myth Ariadne or whoever the person who became oh, who yeah, Athena yeah, yeah. turned into the spider at the Arachne. end of the challenge. Arachne. Yes. Arachne she wanted to something. make the musical tie into that Greek myth. And Marvel was like, you can't do that. So it's just, I do feel like this is an example of a really talented director and the studios and people who make movies just not getting along and the mm. audience and the movie suffers because you know there are good ideas. You know that director has such good, like, they're so innovative and so creative and soulful, but it just, meh. Like, See, yeah, like, they're I only able to get half of what they want at yes. most and it becomes, like, a weird compromise. And then, it becomes, and then they become, like, a punchline and it's like, don't be mean. <laughs> Don't be mean to <laughs> Ang Lee and Julie Taymor, guys. <laughs> no, I have I have great respect for Ang Lee. He did uh, Brokeback Mountain. Everything that he does, he seems to, like, oh, yeah. transform himself. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. life and transform mm-hmm. and then, like, really passionately do a piece. And his directing style always differs from one movie to the next. And it transforms. I don't know. It's great. But I will say that yeah. I think I don't even know if the studio got involved because this is this is crazy vision. I mean. This has some mm-hmm. melodrama. This is a very this is artsy so, movie. This is maybe so I just meant artsy. more like with the Hulk, like the Hulk ethos. But even like then, hit, it's like Ang Lee trying to. That's that's how I felt. Oh, okay. For me, yeah. it was so artistic. So it took so many liberties. It had anime level dialogue the whole time. Oh I mean, God. it was just insane. There was no <laughs> levity in this movie, and. Uh, <laughs> Except it Nick was, Nolte getting way too close to every single person he talks to. I could smell him. I could smell Nick Nolte off my screen. I, I saw in a trivia that he got arrested for drunk driving and he was like in this stuff. Like, oh so his God. mugshot looks like, like this insane the- David Banner. 
Can I just say that I think I think we've passed this point in the plot because I think it happens before he becomes. We're not even talking about the plot. I know, but I'm just saying, like that moment where uh, Bruce Banner like just like peeks out his window and. He's dead. Shot. Like standing across the street with like three dogs. Dog. Just that's that's the shot that's baked into my memory. Like I, I don't I didn't remember like, anything about laughing. this movie, but I could re- like I knew like where's the shot with Nick Nolte and the three dogs? I was like, why is this stalking <laughs> with three dogs? Because at that point, like they haven't really explained no, like he any just of has it. I'm just like, why does he have three dogs? We're just like all gonna stand and like stalk his house. <laughs> yeah, I, Can you I imagine think, a day on set where they're like trying to get those? dogs to goddamn sit and then Nolte to stand there and then are we ready at the lighting oh gosh the, the dog is like wandering off now Nick Nolte's wandering off yeah now <laughs> Nick Nolte is forgotten his, I, yeah. I will say Nick Nolte has my favorite um line delivery in, this in the entire movie um when uh uh it, like he's not a subtle character <laughs> He, <laughs> no, like, but like even yeah. when it, 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 when he goes to the lab and he's trying to like masquerade as the new janitor so he can spy on Bruce. Nick and Nolte has stuff. no business cleaning things. Yeah. So <laughs> so Jennifer like Connelly comes out of the lab and there's Nick Nolte just dressed in like the most raggedy clothes you've ever seen. He has dogs with him and he's mopping the floor with no water and no soap. <laughs> And they should have known. They yeah, should have known and, and this janitor goes, was up to no good. Yeah, and she she looks at him and she goes, "Oh, what happened to Benny?" And he just says, "Benny's dead. I'm the new guy." Do you think he killed Benny? Yes. Yeah. I think the yeah, blue killed with that Benny. Line delivery. She knows he killed Benny. Yeah, I'm like surprised. <laughs> like that she just takes that like so calmly and isn't immediately like, "I should call the police. I'm talking to a murderer right now." Yeah. That's the thing about this movie. There's some there's some wild reactions by our main characters there. So that that character or so Betty kind of like, oh, where's Betty? Uh, Benny. And then he says, nah, Betty's dead. Um, <laughs> and she has that like nonchalant. OK, well, I'll go away. The same thing with um, Bruce Banner walking out of his office and then seeing a poodle. And then yeah. he's like, hey, Poodle, how are you? And then the Poodle kind of gets angry at him, and he's like, okay. And then he walks away. Yeah, he just <laughs> like, leaves it. This leaves. is a gamma, this is a gamma-radiated, like, there's a lot of dangerous equipment. And mm-hmm. he's just like, dog in the dog in the dark shadows, dog mean in dog lab. in the dark shadows. Mm. I'm just going to go home for tonight. it's not even serious black. Yeah, if no, you're gonna have a dog in the dark shadows, at least have it turn into Gary Oldman at that. Thank Actually, you, I did like how the Poodle was like, Ominous. It's a poodle, but it was yes, ominous, which is kind of yeah. wild. Miscast. I didn't like that the other dogs that they then turn into like super aggressive things later. I know we haven't gotten there. I think are both pit bulls, and I'm like pit bulls get enough like of a bad reputation without then also having to be like these like big aggressive monsters later. You um, know, I'm it's for so pit bulls. Like, I'm not for mutant pit bulls. I don't like them. Wesley, that is so controversial I, what you're I'm saying. I'm sorry. I like, just, we could get canceled for that. Get out. Guys, they're dangerous. They're dangerous mutant pitfalls. Have you ever met one? I haven't, but I've seen them in this <gasps> movie called Hulk. Not the Hulk. Don't get it <laughs> just confused. Just Angley's Hulk. Angley's Hulk, yeah. Yeah, um, it was just starting out, like, when he, you see Eric Bana, who, he can't, he doesn't 
read as a nerd to me as a science nerd no oh, um, in and that so bike we, helmet though oh my god um, it's the, the same way <laughs> it's the same way toby Maguire reads as a high schooler yeah. he <laughs> yeah, Maguire, like, though, does read as a nerd yes um, right and edward norton does read as a nerd too as a scientist in the live tyler that. one um but when you see him he go he goes into the office and he's you know had his commute to work and Biked one in. of his co-workers just like, you look like such a nerd in that helmet. And I'm like, Eric Bana doesn't look nerdy if his life depended. Like, who are I you? Like, I looked pretty nerdy. I did, too. Can, can I just say that the guy who says that to him is a huge nerd. Looks like one of the nerdiest <laughs> people yeah. I've ever seen. He looks like yeah. the most 2000s nerd you've yeah. ever seen. Looks like he'd be on Reddit for 20 hours. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that lab looks like a lab. It doesn't it look. It looks like a legit it, lab. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look uh, uh, like futuristic. It looks like yeah. scientific. It was dressed in a way that felt like, oh, people actually like come here to work every day. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, we come here to work in this insanely like secret, like super like futuristic technology. LED like, lab. lights like, are no, everywhere. Like, <laughs> there was personal touches. Yeah. There was like, yeah, it, it was dressed. I did notice that. Like, it was dressed in a way that was like, oh, this is like a believable yeah. workplace. What's behind people. that door? Oh, that's the spider chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Does he say that? No, no, that's Amazing Spider-Man. That's Amazing Spider-Man, where he oh. clicks a door and he just walks into a room Spider filled chamber. with spiders <laughs> for no reason. And it's just so weird, because it's, like, when you first see Betty, she's just, well, I hate them. That's their first oh, yeah. dialogue. What? Her I just got here. Who line. do we hate already? And it was like, they didn't establish, because I'm all for a work wife, work husband, where it's, like, platonic, but they're really close. But they played it like, no, they're exes but they're still colleagues and they still might have feelings for each other and we don't know and we're not really going to explain yeah. it yeah. Like, i like that relationship no God damn guys, it, peter <laughs> eric, i'm i'm with lily uh, eric banna and jennifer conley i love but they have the same acting style in this and they're both on zoloff or whatever they are just <laughs> so Low energy, and I think they both work, they would work if the other one wasn't like that. I mean, they even have the same voices at some point. I mean, like, not the low. They dress the same. I, yeah, yeah, they were there's they were in their like Sears catalog like fall catalog yeah. in that Cardigans. photo. Yeah, yeah. it was like Berkeley. Am I watching a Folgers commercial? What is this? I have I have two things, but to both of these points. So one, okay. I thought it was weird that they turned out to be exes because yeah, I didn't pick up on that until the moment that he goes and like looks at that picture of her, and so my first thought was like, ugh, creepy. Why does he just have like a photo <laughs> of her at his desk? And then it was like, oh. I, I guess it was a photo he took of her because they are their exes, but I was like, that feels like a weird. Yeah, well, no, you don't always. Well, well, but no, because she <laughs> broke up with him the night before the movie starts. Is that what, what? happens? Yeah, because his very first conversation, he bikes in. Nerd guy rolls up and says, "You look like a nerd." Oh, did she break up with you last night? Oh, no, I no, that. she said, "Did you? Bre- oh, did she break like a- up with you with that helmet on?" Yeah, she like you're so dorky. No, I, I said thought... last night. <laughs> no, I know, really? but last night. Re- How did he hear about it? Reddit? Who knows? No, I bet it was Reddit. That's, I think that's just a bad Ooh. joke. 
Okay. Yeah, either way, it wasn't clear. Doesn't matter. It wasn't yeah. like super. I. It was very vague until the moment where he's looking at that picture enough, like enough that I was like, oh, weird. And then I was like, okay, I guess. But then it transitions into that um, cool, like, oh, they're in the photo talking about dream. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that dream was hilarious. <laughs> when, oh my god! When Betty, when Betty was explaining that her father, like, she was at a naval or whatever, a desert Army base, base. Yeah. eating ice cream with her her dad in the. 50- um, in the 50s or 70s, I say it was 70s. I know, but it looks like it was in the 50s. Right. Well, I don't know. Anyway. I think it was a then, retro ice cream shop. <laughs> and then and then her dad leaves to, like, this is what happened in real life. And then Bruce Banner comes in and, like, picks up Betty. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that Betty. was weird, too. I was like, what? And I what was like, you? what is this? What is going on? Um, anyway, the dreams yeah. were all all wacky. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess the other, the other half of it to kind of like Wesley's point of the, them feeling very low energy. I also oh agree, which I do think made like, especially the first half of this movie kind of drag a little bit. For oh me. my like God. Hulk, so much. It's just the two of them a lot of the time. And I'm like, I don't really know how much chemistry I'm feeling. <laughs> and also both of you are talking so slowly and with like no enthusiasm. <laughs> like they're perfect for each other as a couple because they're so Yeah. Like they're boring. too similar. They take cat naps all the time. Like they that's love, like what they want to do. Love watching frogs explode. Um, but oh, also yeah, so I, I this movie is not frog friendly. This no. movie is not, is not animal friendly. No. That's yeah. <laughs> true. I, there's I, dead monkeys, dead. there's dead dogs, there's like yeah. dead there's jellyfish. Yes. A dissection of a starfish and a sea cucumber. Yeah. Which I thought yeah, was so, so cool. Yeah, so they're in the lab and they're like just going the frog has exploded because nanobites happen. Nanomeds. And so, nanomeds, and so they're like, Oh, are we know. gonna what are we gonna do for the presentation? And then he goes back to his house, which is like a two-story house in... In San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a <laughs> joke that Josh Lucas makes later. Oh, you're so broke. He is a... He's doing very well for himself. Maybe he's renting... That's rich a, now. He's renting an apartment you, upstairs. You rent a full... No, Wesley. Don't, don't disagree no. with me again. I mean, <laughs> you do rent full houses. That is a thing. But it's both I lived a full house up. if it's just it's just him. It's not a oh, family. Man. I had a question. Lily, you probably would know. Who was, I, I could also like look on IMDB, but who cares? Um, who was Mrs. Krenzler? She looked very oh, familiar. She looked like old Kate McKinnon. She did. Okay. I, I recognize her face, but Kate I don't. McKinnon. She time traveled. I believe that Kate oh, McKinnon has man. the power of time travel. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. You know, in SNL, she like stepped off into like the, the spaceship for. Yeah. Yeah. she was abducted and never. And she maybe was she sent went back, back in time. to the early two thousands to be to this role. be in this movie. Yeah. yeah, I need to go back and be in Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> All right, we have a lot to talk about, so I'll go yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. And then we'll get to what, what you you can go back, whatever. Uh, Ross later arrives to question. So this is right after Modern the Family. Next- Sorry, she was in Modern <laughs> Family. Okay, um, that's her the name. Hulk Modern Family connection. And uh, she was in Junebug. Uh, What's Celia her name? Weston. Ah. Celia, Celia Weston. Weston. She plays Eric Stone Street Cam in the show Cam's Mom from Missouri, like the farm mama. Continue. Okay. Okay. Hmm. 
That's not where I know her from. Okay. All right. So Ross arrives later to question Bruce before Betty locates David to investigate him. After hours, after hours of interrogation, Ross seizes the lab and places Bruce under house arrest. Uh, David calls Bruce that night, revealing he mutated three dogs and sicked them on Betty, enraging him. Um, I might have missed the, the subject where Betty went to David's house. Whatever. Um, da, da, da. Then Talbot attacks Bruce about the lab's destruction. Uh, Bruce transforms and injures him and Ross's MPs. The Hulk finds Betty in her forest cabin, saves her from the dogs, and changes back. Betty calls Ross the following day. The army sedates and takes Bruce to Desert Base. Deeming him doomed to follow in David's footsteps, Ross doubts helping Bruce despite owing him Betty's life. But Betty persuades Ross to let her try. David subjects himself to the nanomeds and gamosphere, becoming able to meld and with and absorb with the properties of anything he touches. Talbot wrestles control from Ross, forcing Betty to return home. Seeking to profit from the Hulk's powers, uh, Talbot fails to provoke Bruce and puts him in an isolation tank. David confronts Betty at her house, offering to surrender himself and asking to speak to Bruce one last time in exchange. Talbot induces a nightmare from Bruce, Bruce's repressed (laughs) memories, and triggers a transformation. Trapping the Hulk in a sticky foam, Talbot tries taking a sample from him, but the Hulk... Hulk's rage. I'm just laughing at this scene. This is a great scene. Hulk's rage enlarges him, and he breaks free. Talbot fires an explosive round, but it rebounds into the back wall and explodes, and Ross resumes command on Talbot's death. The Hulk escapes the base, battles an army in the desert, leaps to San Francisco to find Betty. This is a lot that it's covering. Man, yeah. I like yeah. I know this in is a three two-hour sentences. movie, but oh my god, a lot happened in this movie. I mean, well, a I lot. Like in this a lot section happened. at least, there's like a good like 15 minutes of that is just Hulk jumping. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like here's across the thing. The desert. Here's or the thing. them I'm... transitioning to where they take him underground. <laughs> that yeah. took That was so forever. cool. No, I it loved wasn't. it. It was stupid. I liked it. Um, but no, here's the thing. I read like Everything from, like, Ross resumes command of Talbot's death. That was about, what, maybe maybe uh, 45 minutes. But then, here's the sentence. The Hulk escapes the base, battles an army in the desert, and leaps to San Francisco to find Betty. Yeah. Like, that is about 45 minutes as well. Yeah. That one sentence. <laughs> he, he fights tanks. He fights airplanes and then let me just she convinces ross to take her to the hulk uh returning bruce to normal i mean that's like the latter half of the movie where Mm -hmm. i forgot that eric banna was even in this movie until he transformed back and i was like oh yeah that's right eric banna is in this movie (laughs) i know he did he was he was just gone for like like half half the movie in Mm -hmm. those three sentences though but Um, uh well let's uh, talk about the first part which is the 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 dogs Yes, can I just say that that moment where he freaking punches the mutant dog like oh. in the, through the mouth? I did not like that. It I was like was that dog brutal. didn't ask to be mutated. 
What's up, Lily? I no, I just hated that too because it was just like, what the hell? Yeah. This you know, was like, a um, brutal uh, fight, though. I loved op- it. I was sorry. Go on. on the opposite end of that, when he <laughs> when he uh, killed the dog by flexing his neck muscles oh, too hard. I loved that. Uh, <laughs> but the first one where he punches the dog, he holds up the dog, and then he punches the dog in the leg, and it yeah. looked brutal. Like, oh okay, I'm going to sound they, really... And real quick, we should say, yeah. these are mutated Hulk dogs. These aren't yeah. just random dogs Hulk is punching. They, they look very fake. Hulk dogs. They look really fake. They yeah. just they do. That's um, a good point. Thanks, thanks, Peter, for telling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um... Why yes, did Nick Nolte send the dogs after her? I didn't get it. That's that's a good question. So Nick Nolte, or so Betty <laughs> comes after hours to be like, hey, Bruce told me that you said you were Bruce's dad. Um, what the fuck? And and then Nolte's like gets really close to her, steals his scar, her scarf, and she Very leaves. Obviously. Yeah. Like she notices. I don't think <laughs> she wanted to address that yeah. like this creepy guy who probably smells amazing. Terrible. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, just t- and got super close to her. Way too and close. Talked She's about really nothing. Like up in everyone's personal space. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't know why he sicked him on her because after okay. after I a while, was... David was like, I'm not angry at Ro- uh, Betty anymore. Like, yeah, I, well, I think it was because he saw her at, like he was trying to it, it's it's revealed later in the movie that he he sees Hulk as his true son and Bruce as just like the vessel for him. Oh, um, right. So okay. I, I think he he sees uh, Betty as the person in the the only person in the movie who can turn Hulk back into Bruce okay. um, oh. as kind of like a, a, a blockade. Um, and then he doesn't have any powers at that point, so he just sends the dogs. Okay. Hmm. Still, still flimsy, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they just needed no, but an that action makes some sequence. Sense. I was just like, I mean, I know that he always needs to save the girl because, duh, yeah. conceit of the genre, but like. The only superhero thing he kind of does, yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. This is like a throwaway line, but I think it makes the whole movie. After he's done running through the desert and fighting all the people and like destroying tanks and taking down jets and blowing up helicopters and breaking out of a military base, mm-hmm. Ross says, Get me a head count. And one of his assistants <laughs> says, No one died. Oh, that was a throwaway <laughs> that, line. I don't believe that though. Like, I feel his, like they said that just so he could still be classified as a superhero. But, you see but him, there's no way that people survive some of that you stuff. You see he him, like, making sure people are coming out of the stuff before he throws it. Before Hulk smash. Before Hulk smash. Before Hulk smash. Well, yeah, there's... The, sh- sorry, go on. Um, just a lot of... When he, when he is Hulk, just a lot of slimy sound effects. <laughs> Yeah, like I was that. like, why Why is Hulk slime, slimy? <laughs> why is, why is well, Hulk apparently so he has slimy frog DNA. <laughs> oh, I, it's also, like, I don't sign off on this as <laughs> a choice. I, I'm going back for a second to the dog fighting Do it. scene. 
yeah, I know we'll go we don't get this one any, by one, yeah. any Brad Pitt, but in this movie, Ooh. we do get some very perky Hulk buns yes. at the end we of that We get banana buns. We get yeah. Eric banana Those buns. That, you know, did not love the VFX for Hulk, but they, they really get, did spend some time yeah. making sure those two buns were uh We get taut. banana nice, yes, nut taut. Hot, uh, buns here. I feel kind of... I shouldn't say. Aroused. No, were you going to say aroused? By that slimy <laughs> Eric Bama. Uh, duh, uh, I'm human. Slimy green man. <laughs> no, he's like Woody, covered Woody's in d- KY jelly. Shut up. <laughs> I just think that it would have been nice to have seen a sex scene with Eric Bana and Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> or the Hulk in this movie. and Eric Bana. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just po- just Bruce. I'm just saying. Eric yeah. Banana is a fine man, and I just would have liked to have seen some Troy level mm. muscle on him. Yeah. He, it, I, I'm not a huge Hulk, Eric Banana a... fan. I'm just gonna say yeah. that now. Mostly uh, because well, you can everything... admit he looks hot. He's fine. He's kind of basic looking. What about in that bike like, I helmet? I feel like he just has like a very standard. Like, the, yes, the bike helmet attractive does it for me. Man. Yeah, but there's nothing all that interesting to him. And oh, I feel like certainly yeah. not in, in this movie. Certainly not in this movie. I, yeah. I've seen him in better movies, but like, yeah, he, Bruce Banner is really boring in this movie. Yeah, um, and I think if you don't write Bruce Banner, where I don't know, I feel like it's weird, but like I feel like the Ed Norton one was kind of the only one that was close to getting it, where. Uh, he is the scientist. Okay, Wesley, f- fifth time we disagree. Drink. And Peter. But, like, it just feels like he's just, you know, like Bruce Banner, he's the scientist, and then he's just boring, and then he's the Hulk. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, that well, just feels like that's kind of it. Like, Spider-Man and Batman, yeah. there's all these yeah. other things, whereas Bruce is like, I'm a repressed nerd living in Berkeley in a rented house. And then he's <laughs> You admit it's rented. No, no I, oh, fine. I would, I it's would not rent. Yeah, I would agree with that, Lily. Mostly because, like, and again, like I said at the beginning, I don't have very much Hulk knowledge at all. So, in my thought, I always thought that it was like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde yeah. kind of a situation of he was experimenting on himself, or like he did something to himself that made him Hulk. And so, in this version of like it all really being because of what his dad did. He's a very like passive. It feels character. so genetic. Yeah. It feels mm. hereditary. Yeah, like he, like didn't, he didn't make the he choice. Didn't, he doesn't really have, like he doesn't even really play the like tortured element of it all that much. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it, it makes him a not very interesting version of this character. Cause I'm like, yeah, there's you're no just choice kind of, like, thrown into this situation yeah. and you're just like coasting along. That's interesting. It. I know. That's I think interesting. I, uh, yeah, because I feel like a lot of uh, Hulk stories, especially that we've seen on screen, very much have the element, which has kind of become integral to the modern day character, of Bruce and Hulk are not friends. They do not get along. They don't like each other. They have different agendas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one just seems like Eric Bana's bigger now. No, no, I disagree wholeheartedly with that. I think they tell us why. Well, I think I don't. First of all, isn't it in in the new movies, Bruce and Hulk are are just one. Like, first of all, they just kind of hang out and they eat tacos. But like in the last in this one, they're definitely at odds. Like this guy is exhausted. I mean, 
maybe, maybe, okay, maybe he doesn't I, even have, know what it is in this one. He doesn't even have a name for it rage. in this one. It's his suppressed rage. Is Hulk? I know, but I feel like that's never articulated. Like those, those emo- again. I'm, I'm always talking no, about ahead. characters, actors, and emotions. Um, you the don't triangle. feel that. You don't feel that repressed trauma at all. Like when he goes back to his that weird deserted town that he like military base he grew up on. I felt nothing. There was no. And what? I he was scared. Even when he, he was, was scared like, freaking out over the door. Yeah, I mean, because a, well, yeah, but well, I didn't feel like when he is at Hulk level or like when he's remembering stuff or, or even when Josh Lucas is like tasering him, huh? it doesn't feel like there's any, it just feels like a bodily switch. Like, okay, now I, like I have to sneeze or I, yeah. I'm stretching my legs. It doesn't feel like, Oh, my anger about being mm. a child whose mother it, was no murdered bill. so she could save me is now raging. Like, but I didn't feel that. Y- you know what it also is, though, Lily? Is like, yeah, there's no build. It just kind of is like, oh, I'm here and now it's trauma time. Yeah. Well, but like, I the would other say part in the first it, one. Um, oh, well, I just, I just want to say the other part of it, too, and I think the reason why I also didn't feel that all that much emotionally from him is because it's not through him that we finally get the information about what happened to his mom. It's his dad telling that story to, I think it's like Jennifer Connelly's character later. And so we don't get to actually have, like see Bruce processing that and telling us what happened and seeing that through his perspective. It's through the dad's perspective. It feels but like it they're shooting themselves in the foot thematically by having it like, no, he doesn't find out. We His dad tells his ex who did it yeah. like... It but no, he does it. find out in the like they're they're splicing the two scenes together where he's being tortured in the in the machine, and then her, his dad is telling the story of what happened. I took it as he's telling the story to Jennifer, but Bruce is actually seeing it in the in the mm-hmm. isolation take. He's unlocking all of those repressed and, right, memories. Right, but, but be, that makes it stale for me. The fact that it yeah. doesn't it come from organic, like, just, uh-huh. like, a scene thing. Like, the fact that it's so disjointed and it's, he's just sedated for, like, I don't know how many days this Bruce has been sedated, but it just feels <laughs> like it just, it dilutes all that stuff that could have been just explosive, which Hulk should be. We right. should uh-huh. be like, yes, in the theater, we should all be standing up going, yes, Hulk smash. And that never happened. Huh. Yeah. I, for me too, the first time he turns into Hulk too. So he, I think he turned into Hulk, I guess, three times. But the first time where he was in the lab, they did a montage that was really cool. So, yes, it wasn't Eric really showing anything. And by the way, he needed to make another choice with how he turned into Hulk. He looks like he's about to, like, fart. <laughs> like, he looks <laughs> constipated. Yeah. Um, but they did do a kind of a series. Yeah, exactly. That is the Hulk is just constipation. Um, <laughs> it's just a metaphor. <laughs> um but yeah, he, they, there was a, 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 a voiceover and montage of clips. So he was like thinking deeply. So it was a very showy don't yes. tell Yeah. Um, yeah, the desert base was really cool. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just get back to the plot a little. The, yeah. Where they're going down into the desert base, where it's now subterranean instead of what it was in like his father's time. That was kind of mm-hmm. cool to me. Hidden um, in the old movie theater. Yeah. T- uh, Talbot. Uh, <laughs> Talbot Talbot's should be dev. dead. 
Talbot it's, should so, be dead. He, he does die, but he he dies when the when his rocket launcher oh, yeah, malfunctions. When he, when he's no, like, you he won't like me when like I'm angry. Freeze frame yes. thing. I know, but no, when Bruce first hulks out when Talbot's yeah. in his house, and then he punches him, one is the Hulk, then he throws him through a window, then he throws him at a car, then he throws he him at a him. cop. <laughs> Yeah, like and he he smashes into concrete and metal every time. <laughs> it was like, oh, Talbot's dead, huh? And then he comes back he's like, I have a broken arm <laughs> <laughs> and a leg. When he gets kicked into the car, that was oh my so god, funny. He ragdolls. He like no, there's no life left in that body. No. Yeah, I will say when when Hulk jumps to. Betty in the log cabin. Also, she lives in a log cabin. All right. Yeah, no, she um, lives in the evil dead cabin. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, when he she he's there, he's massive. He's huge. He's huge. He's I have like never 20 seen Hulk feet tall. Yeah, because he gets when he gets angrier in this one, he gets bigger, which I, I like. He's not like a short guy. Just going like which way. Yeah, he, he usually got bigger. He usually got bigger, but he usually Avengers. gets to like nine feet tall. Okay, not like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's not like, like twenty-seven than a two-story building. Yeah, <laughs> Peter is always the one to mention in movies if someone like should have died from an injury too, or like <laughs> like if you if you hurt your foot that way, you wouldn't stand up. So I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I, I should get to the end, but can we talk about like the major actions? Oh so my this, god! This movie was criticized for not having a lot of action sequences. I thought this movie had a lot of action. I and actually made a I note was watching, of that. Yeah. When I, I was watching that, this, not enough action. Well, when I was watching this, I was like, "Oh god, it's just top heavy. It's on the other side of yeah. the movie where all yeah. the action is." I wrote that note in. The, towards the beginning of the second half. But again, I feel like, and I'm not even someone who likes action sequences all that much because I feel like they get boring after a while. Yeah, but right. Like, Me too. I, uh, I just commented like, yeah, this doesn't really feel like a superhero movie. Not a lot of action, pretty slow, just kind of like a lot of, you know, drama. Exposition, exposition. yeah. Exposition, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, um, I definitely felt the lack of action for like the majority of the movie. It's also he he fights, so I'll just I loved like he he had some real weight in this world, like Peter was mm-hmm. saying, like maybe the graphics weren't great to you guys, but like his the way he interacted with the real world was super cool in fact Very during brutal. that during that uh, tank scene, so he fights four tanks and he rips the head off of one of them. <laughs> Did you guys notice that he the uh, the tank muzzle hit him in the nuts because he yanked it so hard. Yeah, you noticed oh that. Oh my god! Yeah. I he didn't. like yanked it. He got. He was like, oh! He got angrier, and then he like took it off and beat the shit out of that yeah. tank. I love my favorite <laughs> it's part. So like, funny. <laughs> for for as serious as this movie, like takes itself it does have some pretty good like comedic i like i love the end of that tank battle is like straight up he looks at the last tank after just decimating three of them and there's like four dudes in it and you just see them go fall into the tank um and then he takes the muzzle and like looney tune bends it so it's pointing inside of the tank uh 
It was funny. I liked it. I, I, it I also like the part where they're in the helicopter. It's the helicopters. So after the tanks come the helicopters. Uh, and they're at like Arches, the national park in Utah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he, he they shoot a missile at him. He essentially it looks like a baton toss in a relay race. He takes yeah. it and keeps running. And then he <laughs> takes the top of it uh, with his mouth, rips it off and like shoots it at one of the yeah, or spits, spits it at it one it of the helicopter. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Um, but yes, uh, we should. It just get- took it just took so long to get to those beats, though, for me. But then when it did, it was 40, again, 45 minutes. It felt like that because I, yeah. So maybe it could have dispersed and distributed it a little better. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely think, like, I can understand, I get how to, like, the first time, you know, for just looking at, like, the comic book movie formula, kind of like the first time someone kind of shows, you know, what they got, it's not going to be perfect and it's going to be, like, maybe an accident or don't know their own strength. So I get how... You know, it's not going to be great, The fir- you know, all that stuff. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just sprinkle it just a little more so the first half isn't just, oh, they're... Yeah. Jennifer Connelly's just- mad at her dad. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Again. Oh, Sam Elliott, you you were unemotion- emotionally unavailable as a father, and she resents you. Oh, boy. Are you doing an Irish accent? <laughs> I was going to ask oh, that. Oh, it's me, Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> You know, so you know how Sam Elliott talks yeah, with an Irish brogue in all his movies? Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, he was uh, he all was right. in Dairy Girls. Oh, Jennifer Connelly? <laughs> and Wesley's camera no, has turned no, off. No, Sam Elliott. Well, I'm going to use that for bandwidth. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, there's but yeah, the dial, I, I do just want to get to, uh, I didn't have God, favorite lines, I just had least favorite lines in this movie. Oh, tell me. Tell us. Okay, so after No, only the big, tell Wesley. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Peter, Everybody mute their mics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to edit this out of the podcast, actually, so the sure. audience won't know either. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> so, yeah, so after the gamma radiation exposure and he's in the lab and Jennifer Connelly's just, I don't understand how this is possible. You should be dead. And she's just so scared. And then she's like, oh, we need more tests. And Eric's like, no. And then he just says, hey, I'm not going to explode, okay? Oh, my God. I wrote down that line, too, but, like, kind of as, like, a cheesy line, but, like, favorite. <laughs> like, yeah, like. <laughs> like, was, were we to think it. that because of the frog explosion that that's what. And I was like, come on, man. Well, she said every other animal exploded, too. It's true. There is explosions. Uh, um, it was and then when, I'm, I'm on that. I'm on your yeah. side, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> and then when uh, Josh Lucas Talbot, I only I only go by actors' names. In a That's all right. Movie. Josh Lucas is fine. Um, when he is sedated in the water tank thing, and he's starting to kind of shimmy, he's starting to hulk out a little bit. <laughs> shimmy Bruce Banner. <laughs> and Josh Lucas just goes, "Bingo! That must be some nightmare." <laughs> <laughs> telling you that he's experienced it's depressed an anime. Memories, obviously. This is, movie is truly written like an anime. It is. I, it's written oh, like a comic book. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's the, true. The swing set was so... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, the swing set. <laughs> so Jennifer Why Conley, was she on the swing set? Jennifer Conley is bringing a Bruce to his old house and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they first visit a swing set and... Jennifer Connelly's just like, 
lackadaisically like yeah. going back and forth on a swing. And then Bruce is just like kind of standing there like a high school actor who doesn't know how to use his arms on stage <laughs> and is just like scanning. And it looks hilarious. If yeah, you it, don't watch. Yeah. No, if, if you want to keep referring, referencing it to anime, it looks straight out of Naruto. If you yeah. guys watch Naruto, they cut to this kid on a swing set like three times an episode. It's like, oh, my God, we're <laughs> oh my back God. at the swings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll finish this movie if that's all yes. right. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So here's where we left off. She convinces, uh, Betty convinces Ross to take her to the Hulk, returning Bruce to normal. Okay. This is the short third act, honestly. Bruce and David talk at the base in the city while Ross watches, threatening to... Sorry, real quick. Did we cover that his dad now has superpowers? Yeah, we did. This dad has superpowers and he could absorb shit, which the first time he did it was really cool. I thought that was some good effects. He, like, went into, um, I don't know, like a... Uh, yeah, painted metal, like kind of what railings are made of in like yeah. parking parking That's lots. Awesome. That was that was kind of cool. And it, yeah, his his hand looks beautiful and textured within the the metal. And then he kills a security guard because he's bad. He's, he's bad an evil guy. scientist. He's, he's bad boy. I'm just not, I'm naughty and I'm a I'm a Hugh Billy Eilish. I'm a bad guy. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. I had a dream where I was dying. Take a okay. Take a fucking shower, Nick Nolte. No. That's what I gotta say. I'm a janitor. I have no life. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah. So there was a. I don't know why Ross allowed him to do this, but uh, David and Bruce are now talking in a like a hangar. Like a, In between like a military two giant electromagnets. Yeah, and they're both chained. <laughs> well, one's chained and the other. It's a very dramatic, like, Silence of the lamb, Lambs buildup. Like, oh, they're about to meet. Yeah. The Hulk uh-huh. and the David. Um, all right. Ooh, my mic peaked. <gasps> all right. Bruce and David talk at the base in the city while Ross watches, threatening to incinerate them. David has descended into megalomania, wanting Bruce's power to destroy his enemies. After Bruce refuses, David bites into a high-voltage cable (laughs) when Ross powers it and absorbs the energy, mutating into a powerful electric creature. Uh, Okay, okay, this is Wikipedia again going straight over most of the fight sequence, because this is the fight sequence, the most bizarre fight sequence, and this is how it summarizes it. Bruce becomes the Hulk and fights it and overpowers him. They're presumed what? dead after <laughs> Ross orders a gamma charge to end the battle. What? They, well, okay, what? I think that's so why we do, like, a summary, though. Like, the summary but, is just giving us, like, this point happens, and then we can discuss in more detail. I am just going to go roughly through this battle just real quick. So, yes, David becomes an electric creature about 20 feet tall. And then there's a storm clouds up 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 above. He turns into lightning, dragging the Hulk through the clouds. They land at a lake. David absorbs into the gravel where he's landed, attacks the Hulk. 
the Hulk overpowers him, throws him in the lake. Um, <laughs> uh, David turns into uh, a the lake. lake. The lake, yeah, he turns into a rock water creature, drags the Hulk down into the depths, starts sucking the power, um, and then apparently the lake turns to ice, which was so bizarre, uh, and then, which leads to, to Betty saying something like, they're, uh, they're obviously uh, uh, absorbing all the essence around them, and it's like, obviously, yeah, totally, that's what we knew. Yeah. She's a I kinda, scientist. I, I She's a scientist. what they were going for, because, yeah, she was like, he, he's absorbed all the latent energy, which means, like, all the heat has been sucked out of the environment. So I guess, but it was bizarre. Anyway, the lake melts after uh, the absorbing man. That's what he's called in the comics. Mm -hmm. But here he's called David. Uh, David infiltrates Hulk's mind and says, Bruce, fall asleep. Let me take your power. Let me let me absorb all that stuff. And uh, Bruce and the Hulk for the first time agree on something. And say, take it all! Uh, thus resulting in the absorbing man absorbing and turning into a whirlpool, taking all of the energy from Hulk. And then it cuts to black, and you hear Nick Nolte's voice go, Take it back! It's too much! It's not stopping! Which, this is the coolest part to me. He turns into a mushroom cloud of water. <laughs> yeah. And it's really horrifying to watch and pretty grotesque. And then Ross is like, okay, this is weird, and shoots a gamma ray to end the battle. And that's how it happens. It's like, great, great thinking on Ross, because you know how, like, gamma hurts the Did Hulk, right? Yeah. You know how gamma radiation, the thing that a Hulk is made of, that'll stop the Hulk. This is like the sixth time <laughs> that, that, uh, that Ross is like, he's dead for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, are you sure? He never checks. He never checks. Every yeah. time he's like, don't worry, I shot him and I'm not going to turn around and make sure he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to double tap. So here's the end of this sentence. Uh, a year later, Ross and Betty under constant survey. Ross has Betty under constant surveillance as many Hulk sightings sightings get reported in exile in the amazon rainforest bruce is alive as a medical camp doctor his camp gets overrun by pro-government soldiers who try oh. to steal their supplies bruce unsuccessfully warns their commander not to make him angry the film ends with the hulk bellowing in rage and then wow. zooming out and it's green moss hulk <laughs> introspect <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's that's Hulk. That that's is Hulk. Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk. Love the last battle. That is the coolest battle. Oh, I love my it when gosh. they're in up in the clouds, and like I feel I feel like Ang Lee tried like eighteen different ways to make this feel like a comic book panel. He's like, what if I just show still images? And it's yeah. just like him flashing in the clouds, like fighting his dad and. With cool. Danny like Elfman, by the way, he wrote With the Danny theme. Danny Elfman, yeah. Well, yeah. The oh, man I, Danny. I can, I can argue with you. You guys can win on most everything. I will say that this theme is one of the best themes I've ever heard. It sets the tone so fucking well. It's I, dark. 
I don't yes. remember what the theme is. I don't remember it's what the, the theme is, and I just du, watched du, it an hour du, ago. Du, 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 du. All right, keep going. Well, keep going. <laughs> Y'all suck. Um, good, good, good recall, guys. On the best theme in the world. Um, anyway. Yeah, so to me, like, I just feel like if it were me making the movie, um, I would want to start the movie where he's in the rainforest as a doctor. I feel like that's the fun starting point because that's when it happens. That's to me like that's when stuff gets interesting when he's, I don't know, there's more of an awareness and a history that he can fall back on. So you would have kind of liked him already in exile. Yes. Which is where the Incredible Hulk, uh, the the 2008 movie starts is like, but I do like the, the yeah, yeah, but I do like the idea because in the Incredible Hulk, he's working at like a soda, soda pop factory. Soda pop. In South America. And I like how in, this one, he's like a combat medic because it's like, yeah, what could happen to me? Like, I'm literally indestructible. So I like, mm-hmm. I like that take that it was like, no, we'll just put him in danger because oh, he'll be good fine. Point. Good I point. do like, I like that distinction of no, I'm in this crowded factory in Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> twelve hours a day. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, he'll be, he'll be doing good. He's still a hero, just in a different way. Yeah. Did Did you guys think it was weird? I mean, this whole movie is beard. weird. <laughs> I was no. going to go back to the battle or the talk, <laughs> which, by the way, when whenever anybody talked, I just liked listening to their voices. But I really could care less what they said. But during the <laughs> David's David's conversation with Bruce, he's like, you and me, like it suddenly turned into a classic uh, oh, Marvel yeah. uh, like me. villain monologue. You and me could take over the world and destroy the government. So I was like, they just yeah. threw that in. So like, they look made at all those soldiers in their uniforms. Well, it made it a superhero film. Done? A superhero yeah. film with a supervillain who wants to take over the world. So you can technically say that Hulk saved the world. Yeah. <laughs> technically. Technically, just like Morbius. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, Too Morbius soon? saved our hearts. Oh. <laughs> hey, it's there Morbid was a time. Morbius man. Absorbius man. Absorbius. Hey, hey. hey. All right. So it sounds like we're kind of talked out here. I think so. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to. You got a metaphor? I don't, but I'm going to make it up as I'm speaking a sentence. You got Great. this. All right. I mean, that's the classic. I feel like we always say we should prepare one yeah. and we never yeah. do. And then it just becomes like a weird fumbling at the end. But I like the tradition of the metaphor. Yes. Okay. Okay. We all took improv. The corner stones of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bad <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Take it. To- all right. Up. Okay. You ready for this? Drum roll. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> Stalling time. Okay. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Anybody have a metaphor? I don't care. It's okay. Uh, so this movie is um, Harper in the mach- in the lab <laughs> as it's too. about to um, explode. Harper with is gamma. the nerdy redditor. Do you, do you save this movie, thus absorbing the gamma radiation yourself, or do you just lay back, stand back with Betty, going "Wow" and forget about it? Forget about this movie. Wait. So yes. the movie is. The nerdy guy? Yeah. And yes, you're deciding the movie whether, is Harper. 
to, to save, like him. Him. save him. The save most insignificant part about this movie. Yeah. Okay. So when he gets his powers? Well, <laughs> I guess. The I, point I of attack? Yeah, I think. Okay. I, 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 yeah, so, so do, I do, you, like it. do you save this movie from radiation? And thus you become the Hulk. That, that, yes. complicates, about, that complicates it too much. Do you save about, this movie from radiation? Or or not. leave it. Or okay. you stay with Jennifer Connelly in the the uh, uh, display. What's the Hey, the I'd stay with theater. Jennifer Connelly. Oh my you. god. She hey, was like oh. she's like she's a old oh my gosh. She's <laughs> gorgeous. Oh, hey, hey, oh, 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 hey. Oh, oh. I stay hey. with old banana buns. <laughs> Banana nut buns. <laughs> we see some. We see some stuff. Australian banana. <laughs> some danglers. All right. He's um, Australian. <laughs> he is Australian. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Go for uh, it. I think I know what Peter's gonna say. Yeah, this is my favorite Hulk movie. Yay! Yeah. Uh, which is not saying much. <laughs> um, I do not like the Hulk movies, but I think this one does it the best. I I am way more interested in seeing a sequel to this movie than a sequel to any of the other Hulks or a uh, Mark Ruffalo standalone. I, I do. I, we, I'm we, not a, we, we I'm talked not a about Mark merged Ruffalo Hulk, uh, briefly. I hate merged Hulk. I think he's stupid, <laughs> but that's not what the, that's not what we're talking about. I like this movie. I like how weird it was. I feel like they, if, if now that Ang Lee has done it once, if he could come back and just like kind of zero in on that editing style and kind of get more into the, like the weird, uh, Bruce Banner Hulk relationship, uh, I'd be all the way there. So I am saving this movie in hopes that somebody watches it and makes a spiritual successor to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go I'll go next. I am also saving this movie. Really? Oh, wow. Twist. Whoa. Plot twist. Okay. Yeah, even Sorry, though going. I do still like the Ed Norton version better. Okay. Um You know what, Peter? Keep shaking your head. I'm going to keep talking. I don't um, mind the Ed I, Norton one. So I think because just the landscape of early as a document of early Marvel and just how like weird and like a toss up some of those movies were. And um, (laughs) also just the fact and I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a Lily thing to say, but just the fact that the other Marvel guys at this time making movies was Brian Singer who is a horrible monster human being. Right. And then you have Ang Lee, who's an angel. I'm giving points to the, to the angel. For the Ang goal. Right. I'm, yes. I'm giving points to the non-problematic angel. early 2000s Marvel guy. Yeah. Uh, Sam, do you want to go? Yeah. Uh, I can finish I, you know, I'm kind of having a hard time deciding what I'm going to do in this situation. I think it comes down to whether or not I am evaluating this on, do I like the movie or do I think this movie should be like saved as like a good example of like a superhero movie from the early or just 2000s. like, should people be watching it now? If, uh, if you say no, like that's fine. I guess that's what it is. I'd say like, yeah, sure. I'd save it. It's not my favorite. I'll probably never wow. watch it again. But 
like I could see the appeal for others maybe. But again, as I said before, I'm not a superhero movie fan. I do not usually like these types of movies unless it's my favorite web slinger. Uh, but if it's not my friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, then I'm usually not all that oh, interested. Oh, Spider-Man. That's who it was. Uh, no, I was talking about Spider-Hulk, actually. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Uh, no, I was talking about man She's spider, spider actually. Uh, but, uh, but no, but I think, uh, if we're talking about, you know, whether this should be saved from obscurity, I don't know. I think there are better superhero movies out there. And I say that as someone who doesn't like superhero movies and like, I don't know, I think I'd let this be taken by the radiation, but I'd give it like a friendly pat on the head as I walked out. tried. Yeah. Like I was like, uh, oh, oh no, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if you hadn't made fun of my helmet, I would have saved you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd do. I'd be like, should should have made fun Harper. of my helmet, bitch, and then walk yeah. out. There you go. Not even address Jennifer Conley. Just be like, <laughs> no, I right. hang out with Jennifer Conley. But yeah, okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's yeah. she did. Yeah, she did. She'd bring you to her place with Paul Bettany. It'd be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're married in real life. They I thought you married. were talking yes. about, like, no. they're her log cabin, which looks pr- picturesque. Yeah. And I'm going to gonna shoot the I, uh, Vogue I stand, Fall magazine. Yeah. I stand a secluded cabin in the Redwoods, for sure. Oh, yeah, it was Redwoods. Weirdly, like, national parks were in the background of this movie. All right. <laughs> so How about you, Wesley? I definitely will save this movie. I, I've been roasting this movie all this hour that we've been talking. <laughs> However... Yeah. I think this is something that I'm noticing in myself watching these movies is I like movies with some ambition. I mean, yes. this is an ambitious movie. Sure. It was trying really hard to make an artistic thought piece out of a angry green man who goes rah, 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 and then smashes everything. I mean, that's an interesting concept. It was trying to do with comic book style. Um, it was trying to take itself seriously of 180 from the Batman movies. Um, the score was beautiful. The atmosphere I really liked. Um, I just there's so much about this movie that stands up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dialogue be damned, I don't think you need to really care about it going through this movie. Um, Just enjoy the plot, because I think the plot is strong enough that the dialogue you can is serviceable to this this good piece. So, yeah, I think it's (laughs) one that as we're getting superhero fatigue, I'd say go back and watch this movie. It seems like a postmodern superhero movie before everything even started. Um, yes. It, yeah, it honestly does feel like a response to superhero movies before there were a billion superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Um, I loved also the throwback to the 70s because it was like really show, showing some love for the old Hulk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that opening sequence. If you don't watch anything about this movie, watch that opening sequence. It's a really good opening yeah. sequence. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to watch the two and a half hours of this movie. You can just it's watch that. It's a long movie. It's a very long yeah. movie. Um, I was engaged the whole time, even through that whole like hour <laughs> that it was well, like Well, I'm happy for you. I'm All right. glad you enjoyed it. I did. Great. All right. Lily, lay it on us. What are you what are we doing we next week? Next? Okay, so I am starting 
um, my rom- romantic movie uh, trilogy. Trilogy. Uh, starting, yes, my next three films will all be romance. <laughs> they won't necessarily be like romance in the sense that like Hallmark, Lifetime, like they are loves. They depict love stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and so the first one is Madonna's second movie, W.E. W.E. Yes. Depict- I remember, you told me about this and I have known about this movie and always been like, I should watch this sometime. And I just never did. Those are my initials. It sure is. Wesley it depicts. Um, it's about you, Wesley. <gasps> Madonna plays me. Oh, that's yes. what yes. I wanted. <laughs> It, yeah, so it depicts the um, the life and love story of Wallace Simpson and King Edward, the king who abdicated the throne. Oh, wow. Um, through the eyes of uh, this random chick in the 90s. Yeah. So. If, if, you saw, if you saw the king's speech, that was like the big scandal when his brother leaves, and that's why Cullen Furness This is telling why throne. his brother left. Yeah. This movie okay. is saying it's worth it. American romanticized version of this relationship, Ooh. even though we now know that they are, they were... Oh, oh we're going to save it. We're going to save okay. it okay. for next week. We'll save for it next for next week. Edit that out. <laughs> I've watched The Crown. All right. Well, cool. Right. Here's uh, the trailer. W.E. by Madonna. Here's the trailer. Some people called it the greatest love story of the 20th century. The king who gave up his throne for the woman he loved. How do you find living in England, Mrs. Simpson? I'm always cold. Maybe you need someone to keep you warm. Isn't that what husbands are for? Are you trying to seduce me? Is it working? I'm sure the rumors aren't true, Your Majesty. Which rumors? That he's rather serious about her. What do you mean, serious? She's a married woman. I have never known one person so utterly possessed by another as he was by her. Your family will never stand for it. The Prime Minister won't stand for it. Then I'll give up the throne. And I will be the most despised woman in the world. He seems to have made his bed, hasn't he? I have found it impossible to discharge my duties as king without the help and support of the woman I love. The whole world turned against her, but she never backed down. You have no idea how hard it is to live out the greatest romance of the century. If you want to watch Madonna's ultimate passion project, tune in next week. <laughs> what else should I say? Do you, uh, do you know where we can watch it? Oh, oh that's a good thing. We should I talk. don't. I just always, I got to be honest with our dear listeners. I just rent them from iTunes for the, I, <laughs> I get sick of looking. But you can try, um, you can try Amazon and Hulu. Uh, it is not on Netflix. Okay. But it used to be. <laughs> Great. If you have a VPN, you can watch it on Netflix. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you can Nord probably VPN find a copy at a meetup for four ninety nine. Yeah. All uh, right, guys. Cool. This All right. was a very uh, thank you guys for talking One about this movie. Hulk of an episode. Uh, yes. Hey, God. sure was. I feel All like right. I just hulked we'll put, out. We'll put Sam out of her misery and end this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we'll let her get some rest. So my name. 
Wait, how do we do this? <laughs> Why do we forget about this? Okay, all right. This has been Hello from Obscurity. I've been Wesley. I've been Peter. I've been Lily. And I've been Sam. And goodbye from Obscurity. <laughs> <laughs>